from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Wolf and Wife, coming up on Red Barn Radio.
Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins, and along with Brad Becker, we welcome you to Red Barn Radio, now in our 16th broadcast season. Tonight, we are pleased to present a program of great live music with Wolf and Wife. Wolf and Wife is a songwriting duo of Leslie and Lindsay Curry. They have been performers at the Red Barn Radio Open Mic Night and have appeared on Overtones, hosted by myself, and recently were headliners for Lexington Community Radio's summer concert series at the Borough here in Lexington. They absolutely blew the crowd away. Tonight's not gonna be any exception to that, so we are very pleased to welcome Leslie and Lindsay Curry, Wolf and Wife, to the Red Barn stage.
Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker speaking with Wolf and Wife. Here's Brad. Thanks, Renee. Great to have you all here tonight, and we're enjoying your music. So, Leslie, you are from Lexington. Oh, you're from Richmond. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. So, okay, gotcha. So, you're from Richmond, and then, Lindsay, you are a local. Did you all meet down in Richmond? Leslie Curry. Uh, no, we met in Lexington, actually. Okay. Yeah, through a and friend at work. What were you doing down in Richmond? You just you grew up there? That was yeah. where, you're, where you went to high school? And yes. Did you start playing music as far back as your teen years? Were you a middle schooler who was you know, toting a guitar around? Yeah, I, I was never in band or anything like that. I could never read music, but um, even at an early age, I knew I wanted to do something. So yeah, around 12 was when I got guitar lessons. Did your guitar teacher urge you to learn notation and, and understand music and little Patterns, theory? yes, a little bit, some basics of things and chords and how they worked and keys. And it was more learning where to be at the right place at the right time on the guitar so I can just kind of be in the moment when I need to be. That was his approach to everything, and somehow I took that and made it into my own so I could kind of be in two places at once as far as guitar work. 
isn't Richmond where there's a music shop that's actually called Curry's? Couriers, yes. And oh, that, couriers. Yes. Yeah, and that is where I had my lessons when I was a kid. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's a main focal point of downtown. and Richmond. Yes. Right. And growing up, having that sort of local vibe, I think I took for granted as a kid. But growing up now and seeing how many people are influenced by couriers and what they do for all sorts of children and adults alike, like mm. it really, they influence a lot of people and a lot of musicians. And it's really cool to be in a local community that supports something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is there a music scene down in Richmond to talk about? A little bit. Um, there was. I went to an open mic for a few years called The Living Room, and that was a great experience. It was set up like a living room, like he had his plants, we had our rug, you know, it was in the moment and it was real. That was an amazing influence learning how to play music in front of people. Being that comfortable and being in a living room but learning how to perform in front of other people has been a huge help in learning what I'm doing. So, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Young musicians uh, oftentimes these days, you know, work on songs in front of computer screens. Mm -hmm. I think being person to person and learning naturally where to go on a guitar being in the moment and learning what music is in the moment instead of being scared if the computer screen's not there not knowing those electronic notes if you know what you're hearing and you know what you're saying it's just so much more of a real experience to me um, mm -hmm. and a different method of learning I, I'm sure that somebody could have a different approach for an electronic use but for me having that real experience and learning and seeing it back and forth is was very important to me. What kind of music were you all playing in that sort of living room? Some people could show up from out of town and they can play something we've never heard before and sometimes we would play the same song every week. It was really just a shared collection of artists that were coming through and we just adapted to what they were playing and I think my learning style of being able to jump in, really be able to be a part of different musicians coming in was able, was a great experience. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, brother,
in the dark I made my mistakes for night Or in love with you And it never becomes anything Oh no, oh no Oh no, oh no Oh no, oh no You have a grandpa who was a player. Mm -hmm. What do you know about your grandpa's music career? Lindsey Curry. Very little, actually. Um, I know that he played the guitar, he did a lot of just like house band stuff. Uh -huh. But Eddie Beckley was his name. Eddie Beckley, oh, cool. Yeah. And when he was a player here in Lexington? Yes. And what about mom? Musician? No. Aunts and uncles and cousins. My aunt plays the flute, and I always found that to be very fascinating. Oh, nice. And did you ever decide that you might pick up a musical instrument? I've tried about 20. Really? And, and, and what happens? I get frustrated with the process. I don't have the patience. Do you feel that that's because you haven't had a teacher who understands how you learn, or have you just tried to tackle it on your own? Oh, I've tried to tackle it on my own. Uh. <laughs> the furthest I've ever gotten is on the banjo with Leslie's help. Might we plan to see you out here with the banjo eventually? <laughs> Maybe someday. That would be cool. Was it claw hammer or sort of a resonator? Resonator. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, that would be a nice addition to the sound. Yeah. This night I was through fire Shipping over all your flames I got caught in the heat of silence I got no escape Dance of devil's heart sometimes Cause God knows you don't want to so I'll keep dancing till my souls are the ampersand The cloud of smoke is gone So burn me away Maybe old, maybe new, but not the same So burn me away
I like what you all are doing. It's neat to hear such tight unison. Is that uh, intentional, deliberate, or are you all sort of working on harmonizing? It is deliberate and it is incidental. Like we just started doing it and didn't mean to at all and have kind of fallen into it and what we're doing. And I mean, sometimes we'll try harmonies and then, but when we naturally flow and we're naturally jamming together, our voices just seem to go better as one than to try and separate, Yeah, I think. It's full and it's unique. Yeah. I like it a lot. Do you feel like you all have uh, cracked some kind of a code when it comes to making songs work? One of us will spark an idea. One of us will spark uh, a note, anything. And sometimes she'll start writing a song, and I'll go, hey, I'll, I'll, put the, you know, I'll put the guitar to it. Or I'll randomly wake up in the morning and have half a song in my head, and I go, okay, well, here's this. You do the other part. And then she does the other half of the song. Um, a lot of times, it's when I say the songwriting is 50-50, it means I write the first half of the song, and she writes the second half. Okay, so it's not 50-50, so, it's not like she writes half the lyrics, you write half the lyrics. No, it, it's just both. It's a, it's a half, like we get halfway point, and then she takes over, and sometimes I'll switch back. We've come but, to each other in the same day writing a song about the same thing and not knowing the other was doing it. Oh, and wow. Yes. Put those two things together. And, yeah. And does that come out of some experience you've had together? I mean, it seems coincidental that you'd both be thinking about the same idea. Is it because you had a similar, a shared experience, just sort of maybe a different take on it? Or? Yeah, we share a pretty common wavelength at most times, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about some of the, um, the more ordered strategies you have with songwriting. Like, for instance, do either of you keep some kind of a journal? Oh. It's right there. Oh, really? <laughs> it's all in there, yeah. Everything oh, really? over the last year we've written together is in that book, and we kind of keep it somewhere on a shelf around us when we're playing. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice, and you, but you keep it there just as sort of support for you. It's yeah, just, just yeah. a sentimental, it's right there. And so I don't forget the words. And so she doesn't forget <laughs> the words. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you mean at some point during the program, are we going to see you I actually... I might scramble. You might. Out, <laughs> pick up that diary. And, yeah. Or that... <laughs> Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Wolf and Wife, recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Wolf and Wife after this break. This is Red Barn Radio.
Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Wolf and Wife, recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Unison sound that we've talked about seems to me one of the signature parts of the sound of Wolf and Wife. Your guitar playing is another part of that signature, which is really cool. One thing I noticed, for instance, is that you, you really attack the guitar yeah. aggressively. You're playing without picks. Trying to explain how to do it is really difficult for me because it's so mindless and I've never had to think about it. That being said, how it even formed was me playing by myself as a kid and, and, not, and being way too afraid to play with any other, anybody else. So I really wanted a fuller sound and wanted to develop something that just gave me more sound with as little instrument as possible. So I tried to learn kind of a bass line with my thumb and use, yeah. you know, kind of a banjo type. So, you know, kind of roll with these two fingers and keep the line going with my thumb. Yeah. And then it just kind of evolved from there into its own thing. You experiment with some, open, I know you should drop D. Yes. Uh, yeah. These songs tonight are mostly drop D, but some of my favorite songs have just me been kind of tuning until I get a 
kind of open sound that I like. It's not necessarily anything proper. It's just what sounds good. Yeah. So um, I take a lot of influence from Lindsey Buckingham and his tunings and his finger picking style and how the speed of it. If I could, I wish I could be that fast, but that's where I kind of get the idea of the speed and the role of it. Another player, uh, if you haven't listened to him, that you play a little bit like is uh, Bruce Coburn. Check him out sometime. Yeah. Canadian uh, player. So you mentioned Lindsey Buckingham. Yes. <laughs> that's a nice segue to, to Fleetwood Mac. Um, I just watched a show, a concert of theirs on TV, and there you see Lindsay playing without any picks, right, just yeah. just straight hand, and that was interesting for me because I, I didn't know that. I also didn't know he played really most of the time and most of the show. He played an instrument that sort of looked like an acoustic guitar. Yeah, he has bazillion models that he has made himself that are uh -huh. kind of acoustic electric hybrids. Yeah, that's uh, right. So he can kind of get that finger picking style, but still be very raw and plugged in. When I hear you playing, I, I hear um, never going back again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I hear that. I hear your style there. Yeah. yeah. And that's just a hard driving thing. I also like what you do with minors and majors. It's like sometimes my favorite chords are major ones and then sometimes my favorite are minor. So when I can figure out how to combine both of them or just make a pattern, it's it's more mathematical in my brain than sound when it comes to chords. I, I like structure and picking out an order of a certain type of chord. So it's it's kind of planned in that sense. I may not plan our song writing, like our lyrics, but the guitar work I do try and plan and work on and go over and over and over and over again. So that's a very much more strict process for me. Yeah. Your husband's dead and you're gone I'm just your
both were really influenced by Fleetwood Mac. Not because Leslie has, has inundated you with it. Oh. Yes, because I've played yes. every album front to back. That's oh, right. why it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your favorite Fleetwood Mac albums? When you, when you think about the, the first one, the very first one, your, I Was Your Dad? That played uh, it that, for you? Yeah, that was actually a live album, uh, the dance album from 1997 when they all kind of came back together of like their most famous lineup. That was the album that still plays on repeat. I still have the original CD that I had when I was a kid, um, and I've burnt it up. It's it's the one I play over and over and uh, over again. There's something about their live sound that's just amazing. Right, they but. pulled off all those amazing harmonies yeah, in, yeah. A, in a live setting, which was incredible. Yeah. But their early, early blues <clears throat> stuff is amazing as well, before Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. So uh, Peter to Green some... stuff, yeah, gotcha, is right. phenomenal. Um, and I take a lot of influence from that as well. Do you like drummers too? Do you, do you yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, Mick Fleetwood, I mean, you of know, course, he's right. like Charlie Watts, and yeah. he's just amazing. I, just actually, yeah, I think I probably look up to Charlie Watts more than I do Mick Fleetwood, but I yeah. love just Charlie's simple style, but it's stone so it works but you know it's it's a, I like the simplicity of it without having to be super technical but it still really drives home what they're trying yeah. to do so. yeah exactly
as you all start to perform out, what are some of the, the challenges that, that each of you faces as you start to perform for more audiences? You as a guitar player, you as a, a vocalist? It makes me want to have the patience to learn how to play an instrument. I need really? something to do with my hands. <laughs> that is a really hard role. You said in your bio, as you were, in, in your bio, My your official bio, bio <laughs> your official record company bio, that one challenge for you was, I don't know if you, if you call it stage fright or if it's just fear of performing. How is that going? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still figuring it out. Uh, facing Leslie makes a huge difference, knowing yeah. that I can have that sort of, I mean, that's how we play at home. We face each other and mm -hmm. sing to each other and being able to do that makes a big difference. Um, a lot of the time I don't get nervous until it's over and then I get like really freaked out. That seems okay. I mean, I don't want you to be freaked out ever, but uh, better, better, <laughs> better afterward. Than getting than... really worked up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you have um, a goal? You talked about playing an instrument. I would like to go somewhere with more confidence. <laughs> Learning that is probably my biggest goal. Um, it's just, it's really hard to put yourself out there and be that vulnerable in front of in this case, a room full of people that I know very intimately. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a more challenging audience than, than playing in a bar, playing at the yes. Burl. Yeah. Yes. We've played at the Burl twice now, and this is way more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> As you all take this from your living room out into the public and to a larger audience, what are some challenges for you personally? Not messing up my guitar solos. <laughs> for me, my stage fright and nerves is right now. So learning how to control that and control what my hands are doing, it's like for each more person, you know, my hands get, just get a little bit shakier. So learning that steadiness, this is just all such a learning process for us and so unexpected. Each time is new and learning how we want to play out in front of people, how we want to present ourselves, how we want people to perceive our sound. So I think just kind of a trial and error of learning what works and what doesn't and what people are receptive to and what they aren't, so. Yeah.
and wife for being with us this evening and thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production. Each and every week we have Ryan Zinka, Will Paget, Barry Albritton, and Amanda Haynes and we thank you for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com, Lexington. Who would like to hear one more from Wolf and Wife? 
just my gentle touch Did I hurt you very much? That's the way that it goes That's the way That's the way Red Barn Radio would like to thank Leslie and Lindsay, Wolf and Wife, for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at AccuPrint.us. Get our Red Barn Radio app by downloading Omveria in your app store. The Red Barn Radio app is powered by Omveria. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council. Creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.